You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And yes, my voice might sound a little bit raspy, just getting over a little bit of a cold, but I want to talk to you guys about something that is super on my mind right now because I just finished up a Instagram business blueprint workshop and this question just comes up all the freaking time. So I feel like it's so important to be talking about this this week and to, well, this is all fresh on my mind from the workshop. I want to make sure that we talk about this so that if this is a hurdle that you're currently facing, it's something that you can easily get over and move forward with in your business. So the name of today's episode is Be Authentic on Social Media Without Making It Weird. When it comes to this topic, I have listened to a few different podcasts on this, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know if maybe it's just the podcast that I've listened to. There hasn't been a lot of great you know, like actual tactical tips on how to do this. I think there's a lot of podcasts I've heard out there that are really just regurgitating the same old BS of like, uh, you know, video is taking over and that's what you should be doing. And, you know, like, I don't know. I don't have time for that. Like, just give me the tactical tips on how to not be awkward and make it weird and let's move on with our lives. That could just be me. But, and, you know, rant over, we're going to get into it. But I just feel for you if you've, you know, been out there searching for like, how do I make social media actually work for me without feeling weird and awkward about it? And what are the tactical things that I can actually do? And that's what we're going to get down into today. Let's start with the first building block of authenticity on social media. I think that the biggest mistake that people make is they try to just replicate other people without fully getting a grasp of who they actually are and what makes them different. This is something I cover in a course that I have called Social Selling Secrets. So where this actually came from is when I was first struggling to get my business off the ground, you know, there's so much information out there. You're like, where the frick do I actually start with this? Like, you know, it's, I can just feel that overwhelm, like come right back to me. I know exactly that feeling and exactly, you know, those feelings of desperation of wanting something to work so badly, but having no idea where to spend your time, invest your money. And usually at that point, like you don't have a ton of money to invest in it. And what is going to be that silver bullet that helps you get to that next level in your business? So after many years of trying to build businesses and always going at it from a product first approach, I ended up hiring a branding coach. And you know, it's always serendipitous. This person was recommended to me from a business coach I was working with. And she just was really able to help me 
hone in on who I was, what my message was, what made me different, and how I could stand out. And I think without these building blocks or pieces, I never would have been really confident getting in front of people and saying, this is how I can actually help you without actually having helped anyone in a business fashion way. There were 12 main things that we worked on and that I eventually actually created into Social Selling Secrets. And basically, it starts off with your life story. You got to have a good grasp on who you are, where you come from, and being able to really hone in on why your story matters, because your story has all these like spider webs that kind of go out and connect with people. And you don't know how many people actually need to hear your story to actually trust you. So your story, super key to get that figured out. Next from there, you need to figure out your sweet spot. This is the problem with looking at what other coaches are doing or you know other business owners and not really reflecting on yourself. We all have the power within us to get really clear on why we're different and you know you're definitely not the same as everyone else out there. Like one coach can have their own brush with death that makes them so different than another coach who's maybe never experienced that, but maybe they you know, weren't showing up 100% as a mom, and that really impacted them because their mother didn't show up for them, you know, something like that. Those stories are very different. And even though maybe you kind of sell the same um, end product in a way, the idea of health, there's so many things that are different within that story. So you really want to get clear on what that is. Next from there, you want to think about your branding. And really, whenever someone comes into contact with you, they feel the way that your brand feels, right? That is everything from, you know, when you think about your logo or when you think about um, the types of words you use, like all of these things play into that. The other thing that you're going to be thinking about as well is your ideal customer. So you want to get really clear on who you're talking to and what actually would keep them up at night. Most people actually don't do a very good job of that, of really determining who their ideal customer is. And it's not just like moms who have kids that are working from home. That's not good enough. Like you need to get really, really clear on, you know, Becky. She has two kids. She is a stay-at-home mom. She's homeschooling during the day. She doesn't feel comfortable in her body. Like having that exact direct conversation with your ideal customer and knowing who you're speaking to. Next is communicating your values. If you really want to stand out and attract truly like-minded followers and fans without seeming weird or obnoxious, then you need to really get clear on what are your values and thinking about what are the things that make me really happy and what are the things that really like piss me off and make me angry. That's going to help you evaluate what your values are so that you can attract the same like-minded people. The other things that I actually go through in Social selling secrets would be looking at your 80 20. And it's a little bit more focused on the stat side of things because there is, it's crazy, there's this 80 20 rule, and 20% of your activities actually create 80% of your results. So being able to look at all your posts and where you're getting engagement and likes and all those things, the answers will lie in what you're already doing to figure out what you need to do more of. And the fact is, when you have these, those are the, the first six key modules that I talk about, when you get those things right, like, dang, there's no need to ever feel like you are awkward. Because what's happening is 
you're just cutting down that layer and getting really connected to your ideal people. Now, here's the thing. I've seen tons of weird reels go viral before. And it's so funny. Like I have this one example of a friend of mine. She had a reel that went viral and it had nothing to do with her business. And what's crazy about this, it was something I think to do with uh, Harry Potter, something like that, something that she's obviously into. So when this reel goes viral, it's like, you know, in a way her letting her freak flag fly and saying, you know, I'm all about this. And it's something that some people might have been like, oh, that maybe this thing I'm into is awkward or whatever. There are obviously millions of other people that also feel that way. I think you've got to, in a way, get over your damn self. Like everyone's got, you know, weird things. Not to say like, you know, we're worried about like weird things we're into, but I think we're, we can be worried about the perception of ourselves on social media. So if you're worried about like judgy Judy, who's like trolling you on social, or, you know, maybe it's like a family member or a weird aunt or something like that, like just at the end of the day, they don't sign your paycheck. So don't be freaking worried about what they think. Like if I allowed all the past bosses and bullshit and all that stuff to impact what I do now, I would definitely not be doing what I'm doing now. The fact is, sometimes you come across people in your life that are there for the purpose of pissing you off enough so you do something different. So don't allow those people that have never been where you want to go determine your destiny. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. I had this boss when I worked in the fitness industry and man, it made me so angry. He told me at one point when things were um, you know, going downhill, he told me that he never would have hired me. And you wouldn't believe how much that pissed me off. 
Like I was flaming angry. But you know what I did about it? I left that shitty job and I moved on to something that eventually led me to becoming the president of a fitness company. So in the end, it was totally all worth it. With all that being said, you definitely don't want to allow your concern for what other people think to hold you back on you achieving your goals. It's just, it doesn't make sense to let somebody else that is thinking small determine how you should think too. So, I mean, part of this is getting really clear on those things we've talked about uh, with your messaging and who you're talking to, what you stand for, all those things. But the other part of it is really learning how to get your bullshit meter in check. And really, I mean, it's calling ourselves out on whose story are we believing? Like, who's more compelling? That troll online that's telling you, oh, like, whatever, like, you shouldn't be a coach or whatever like that. Or the story in your own mind about what you actually deserve, right? I just think that the more that you look around at the people you surround yourself with, what you consume, like, are you always on social media? Are you on a, you know, like a diet of shitty social media all the time, comparing yourself to others, watching the news and then cramming the end of your day with Netflix? Like, is that how you are filling your mind with thoughts and ideas? Because the problem is that the majority of the time, our brain is looking for danger. And that's why we kind of feed on those things, right? And too much of it is unhealthy. We're already weighted on the side of the negative. So if you're just constantly filling your brain with all these other things that are putting you into constant fight or flight, then you're going to feel even more of that anxiety and awkwardness and all those things. So cut that diet of bullshit if that is what you're consuming. It definitely is impacting how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your business, okay? So that, I would say, is skill number two in this idea of really learning how to be authentic on social media and learning how to be okay with the weird, really. That's a part of it, for sure. So we've got your, we've got your key things that you know, you're going to be thinking about with uh, sharing your story, your sweet spot, communicating your values, really establishing your brand, identifying and attracting ideal customers, and really thinking about that, finding and analyzing metrics that matter. And then you're going to work on your mindset. You got to work on that. From there, there's one other thing that you could do to really hone in on this and be in line with the things that you're creating so you can start to feel more and more comfortable. There are actually six themes of content that you can create. And when I say content, I mean maybe you're doing reels or videos or images or things like that. And what I like about this and how you think about creating content in this way is you don't have to be the person dancing and lip syncing on reels. And if you want to be, then F yeah, go and do that because you can, right? You got to fit what fits with your personality when it comes to creating content. It it doesn't make any sense to try to fit into a box that isn't you because you're never going to feel like you're in your zone of genius. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't try various forms of creating content and see what else your audience likes because, you know, when we feel like we're good at something or that we're getting accolades and likes and engagement from it, dang, it feels easier to do, you know, like, of course it does. So there are six types of themes of content you can create. First is educate. So in this type of content, think reels, videos, images, that sort of thing, you are educating people or demonstrating your product into action. So you're going to educate them on why something works, right? 
So that can be easy, you know, that's a type of reel that I like to do where I teach people something and it might be four tips or four myths you need to stop believing, something like that. So that tends to be one that is, I mean, it's great for your audience because they learn something and easy to record, especially if you're doing a reel. Like I really like the idea of starting and stopping the video. Um, Not only does it kind of create a pattern interrupt when a video like starts and stops, especially if you move around a bit um, in each of those takes, but also it's easier because then you're not having to remember like a whole big script or something you've written. Okay, the next type of content is success story. So thinking about what things actually give you credibility, what things can you actually share that you've done that other people would be really interested in knowing more about. Now, don't overthink this. Like success story isn't, I have to have made six figures or I have to have made seven figures. Like it could friggin' be, this is how I learned to stick with a routine. Because your ideal customers are like, think of it as they're like one or two levels behind where you are right now. So they just want to know the small steps that you've gotten to where you are now. The next type of uh, content is funny or entertaining, things that make you laugh. This is where the dancing, lip syncing, all that stuff comes in. I am a fan of this stuff. Like, I'm not going to say the dancing. I'm not, you know, the amount of time it takes me to actually get something down, it feels like a lot of time. I do like the lip syncing, but that is more my entertainment style of what I like to see from other people. It's the creativity of how they've brought that lip sync to life with their message. So it's all relative to what you like and, you know, what your audience likes. Next is personal stories. So this is just being real and authentic and sharing your personal journey. Again, you're not trying to convince the whole dang choir that they need to follow you. You're just looking for the people that are looking for you. And that's as simple as it really, really is. The next type of content you can create is debunking a myth. So this is challenging a belief and proving why it's wrong. Uh, This is really establishing you as an authority. So uh, debunking common myth, the example of that could be like, the way that you're eating is all wrong or the way that you've been taught to eat healthy is all wrong, something like that, right? All right, and then the last category is inspirational. So this is giving tips to help inspire others. When you look at those six different themes of content you can create, there's lots of options in between there. And your goal is to really look at all of them and see which ones feel best to you. It's not about trying to become something you're not. I really think that growth and building a really strong business is actually just becoming more of who you already are. And once you get really confident in that, nothing can hold you back. And that's really, I think, what holds a lot of us back is that we aren't sure if this is going to work. But I promise you, once you get those foundational pieces on the front end, you know, the piece about your life story, the piece about your ideal customer, the piece about your sweet spot, when you get all those things locked in, there is nothing that will hold you back from feeling confident that you can do this. So I really hope that this episode was audible to hear, even though I, <laughs> I'm obviously my voice is a little bit raspy here. And I hope that hey, you guys took a lot from it. And I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.